0: And in this episode, we are exploring how to find courage and how to stop holding yourself back when you are executing ideas that you love or business principles that you love in your business. We're going to do that by actually listening to a coaching session that I did with one of our community members, Orlé. She finds herself not courageous enough to take actions and finds herself holding back to pursue her own dreams. Here's where our journey started with Worley. She sent me a question which said, I started my business last year and feel like I'm holding myself back, mainly because I'm afraid of my own success. This thought is keeping me small. I feel that I can become very successful if I really go for it and I'm very excited to grow my business. But there's always an underlying fear of what if that really happens? Can I handle it? So my question is mostly, how do I create the capacity to step into my fullest potential so that I can really have the business in life that I have dreamed of." Worley was in a position where she knew what her dreams were, she knew she wanted to get them, but for some reason, she found herself not being able to take the courageous steps that she needed to take for her to find success that she truly desired. After our conversation, she highlighted two very specific wins that she found right off the conversation. First one, where she found what is really holding her back. And the second thing was that she got the necessary steps that she need to take action towards for her to be able to create a more courageous life. Here is something she shared with me a day later. I wanna share this with you so you have some context of what you can expect from this episode. Verley sent me this note. Hi Ajit, as promised, here's my update from day one after our conversation. A few hours after the call, I have taken the time to reflect and actually I'm still reflecting, I've written a lot in my journal and spoke to my fiance about my insights. One of the action steps that I decided to take is to make a big painting with take space on it and put it into our living room and remind myself every day of the importance of this concept and the new story I want to tell myself. I haven't created this yet, but I plan to do so this weekend. Also, I took almost three hours to watch the recording today because I paused it every time to take notes and to reflect even further on your questions and my answers during this call. I think this already has been super helpful to me and this is only day one. Thank you so much again for your continuous support. It means a lot. Thank you so much for sending me this beautiful note. Now, during the course of listening to this conversation, I want you to look out for two specific structures that you will see me follow. I wanna share these structures with you so you could see for yourself how these play out in a coaching session. The first structure you're looking out for is the structure of the coaching session itself. You'll see me first build rapport, then you will see me set an objective with Verlay, and then you will see me decide action steps with her. This four-part structure helps me deliver in every coaching session that you will hear me deliver also on this podcast. The second structure you're looking for is the structure that I use when I am coaching. When I'm coaching, while it may seem like my structure is all over the place, Usually, it would follow a four-part structure. The first part would be presence or getting your client into the present and understand the value of it. The second part will be where I'll help them organize their mind or guide them and work with them to organize their mind. The third part would be where we will work on bioengineering stuff, which is more related to habits and how do we become a peak performer. And lastly, we would sometimes talk about connectedness. Now, in this particular episode, you will not see me go so much into it, mostly because we ran out of time. This is the first time I was talking to Verley. This is the first time I've coached her. So she's not a client I've had a lot of experience with. But you will see me build rapport really fast. You will see me set some really clear objectives, help her really as much as possible in a really short period of time, and also give her things that she can do in the coming 90 days that is certain to help her change her life. This is a packed life coaching conversation. Verley sat down with this recording for three hours and she was still having moments of insight and was taking notes. My invitation for you is to listen to this conversation carefully and see how it reflects into your own life or how you can use the tools that I demonstrate in this coaching session with your clients. Here's something I want you to notice on top of this. There was one really classic new coach mistake I made during the entire session. I only realized this mistake when I was reviewing the session. I want you to listen in for that mistake. At the end of this podcast, I will tell you exactly what mistake I made and how I intend to correct it. I'll also reflect on how you may be making that mistake and how you wanna be careful if you want more meaningful impact in your client's life. Now, as you're experiencing this conversation, I invite you to share this recording with someone that you feel can benefit from this conversation as well. Now, without further ado, let's go right into it. Hi, Berle. Hi. How are
1: you nice
0: doing? To,
1: nice to uh, to meet you here and have this opportunity. I'm very excited.
0: Absolutely, I'm very excited to discuss what we're going to discuss today. So, uh, first of all, before we even talk about anything else, tell me how are you doing today?
1: I'm um, good. Yes, um, I was a bit like. I guess nervous or, you know, kind of like before, but it's, it's mostly excitement. So, um, yeah, I'm just happy for this, this moment and actually being coached by you. Um, yeah, that's, that's just a beautiful opportunity. So I'm happy about that.
0: Well, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to speak with you today and coach you today in helping you create the life of your dreams. So I'm super excited and, and, and pumped about this opportunity as well, uh, how, how was the day today how how did you feel how is it like evening time for you i'm guessing you are somewhere in europe
1: yes i'm um in the netherlands so it's 6pm right now um oh. so it, it, yeah it's it's not dark yet but it's it's getting uh, yeah it, the evening is, is starting so so yeah no my my day was was okay it, it was um yeah not too to stressful or, or anything so um yeah i'm still uh, pretty energized so that's good yeah that's-
0: that's fantastic. That's fantastic. You're ready for a conversation.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay.
0: So uh, tell me, what do we want to talk about today? Firstly, let's start with like any, any good conversation to make most of our 45 minutes uh, that we have together today. Let's set ourselves up to some great objectives as to what is it that we want to achieve? Let's say after these 45 minutes, what mm-hmm. would make these 45 minutes absolutely amazing and worth your amazing time?
1: yeah i I feel like um, as I shared before as well, I feel like I'm holding myself back with my um ambitions and and the things I want to achieve. So what I hope to get out of this session is um I guess some inspiration and empowerment, how I can get myself to the next level and actually really um, kind of like push myself into to to being uh, more courageous maybe to to do the things that i I need to do to really achieve the growth that i'm looking for in in my business
0: okay okay what what is it that you're trying to do in your business
1: um so now i'm really focusing on on growing my business so um i started last year last year i got certified as a coach and now i'm i'm really working on um Getting more visibility that people can actually find me and, and know what I do and and just um, first of all trying to get an income um, like just said that that's um, you know a monthly income that really um, can pay all the bills and everything and then from there of course I want to even grow further and 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 really um, make it a, a bigger success.
0: Mm. Have you taken ever the opportunity, Verla, really to really? Ask yourself, what stops you? I hear that you say, I'm holding myself back. I'm looking for inspiration, empowerment. I want to be more courageous. I want to grow my business. Have you had a chance to reflect, to say, hey, this is what is stopping me? Have you, have you had a chance to reflect on that at all?
1: Yes, I have been thinking about it because I was like, you know, where does this feeling come from? And um, first of all, I was like, is it some kind of fear of failure? um uh, because that's often what you hear like that that you're afraid you know that it doesn't work out but i found out when i was reflecting on this that that's not really what is holding me back because i actually already feel successful in my business by all the things i have been doing and like even if i would decide tomorrow that you know this is not going to work out i even feel like then it's not a failure anyway because I, I feel like I had so much personal growth already and all the amazing things I've done and the experiences I've had so far. And even like things like this, you know, those opportunities that makes it all worth it already. So I, I feel like it's not a fear of failure that's, that's holding me back. Um, but somehow it's kind of like a fear, like what if it's really going to be big and successful and it's it's weird because that's like what you're going for, that's what you want, but it's somehow also scary. Um, but I'm I'm not sure. Like I'm trying to find out like where does that fear come from and how can I actually work through it? Um because like I also feel it's part of growing, of course, like stretching your comfort zone all the time. Um but yeah, I guess I, I'm just finding a way to make it more um to get myself in a better flow somehow that that even though some things are scary and, and I want to achieve those big things that I can actually do it in a more like, um, you know, balanced way, or that I actually feel ex- more excited about it than, than scared. If that makes sense. Mm.
0: It absolutely does. It absolutely does. Beautiful. So one congratulations, first of all, that you were able to diagnose where it may be, the resistance may be coming from that you understand that you're not fearful of it. You are more fearful of what I may, if I may re, reposition it and say it, uh, that what if it does work out? And that is your challenge. It's not what if it doesn't work out. It's more about a what if it does work out. So again, just leaning further into it, because what I'm really curious about here, Verle, is what is that dimension that is really stopping you? be able to say that you're not courageous, to be able to say I'm holding myself back, like there must be something that invites that mental dialogue or that mental thinking pattern in you. So, if I could ask you further to to get to that understanding, is what does what if it does work out? What is so fearful about it? Is there something that you're like, okay, if it works out, if I get this success, if I get this? achievement unlocked that whatever that is that you want name fame money uh happiness joy whatever it is let's say it gets unlocked 100% let's prime tr- travel 5 years ahead into the future what if it does work out so what is it about what if it does work out scares you
1: yeah that's that's a, the the toughest question i guess that i'm i'm trying to to figure out maybe it's um yeah I don't know, it has something to do with maybe, like, being, like, very visible. Um, with, because, like, on one hand, I'm not really, um, you know, scared, for example, to to be visible on social media. I actually like to record videos and all of that. But that's still, like, kind of, like, in a safe, uh, something that I feel comfortable about. So maybe... Um, if i if i get so successful that i don't really know what to expect about that that i'm scared of that it's maybe the, just the unknown like okay what does it actually look like if i if i grow my business and and get very successful and um yeah get so many clients and exposure mm. but of course you can't really know what it looks like until you're there right so, so that's also why i'm like why, why am I worrying about it now? And and why don't I just deal with it when it happens?
0: Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing as as we are speaking about this is there may be some challenge of the future that is stopping you in today's reality to be able to take action, a courageous action, a more present action that holds you back in this moment. Is mm-hmm. that... Would be accurate? Would you say that is accurate in our, in our understanding or my understanding? Yeah, this?
1: I think so. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And that future is a desired future. You just don't know the consequences of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you want yeah. to get
0: more visible, but you're just concerned about the consequences of that visibility. Firstly, I want to invite you into a concept. It's called the concept of presence, the mm-hmm. concept of the moment. Uh, and the and the concept really relies on the idea that time and the stories that we tell ourselves based on time is what creates our present reality, right? So you, we tell ourselves the story of who we are based on the time that has gone by, right? So your past, mm-hmm. uh, events in life, circumstances that you may have overcome, challenges that you may have overcome, start to define who Verle really, really is right? And you go, this is who I am, right? Because these are the stories I've lived and this is the understanding I've developed about myself for who I really am. But these stories are selected, right? And it's based on our circumstances that we select the story. Some of us tend to pick the negative stories a lot more, or these were the challenges I had in life. And so, you know, I am this kind of person. Some of us Mm -hmm. tend to say, "Oh, these were all the successes I've had, or these were all the great things about me. And they create a story. But it's more a matter of perception of how we looked at our past to create who we truly are. Would you say Mm -hmm. that's somewhat accurate to your life as well?
1: Yes, I think so, yes.
0: Your current understanding of self is inspired by a reflection of your past stories.
1: Yeah, 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 because of yeah, it forms who you are today, right? Like what has happened in the past, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then there's the future, which informs all of our fears and concerns about everything is what we do is we take the stories of the past and we develop a future because that's the data point that our mind has, our soul has, right? This is all that has happened in my life. This is what I've dealt with. And because this has been the story, this is going to be the story of the future, right? And if there is something that is out of ordinary in the future story, it tends to create fear and concern and challenge. And, you know, like, I don't want this because I'm not ready for it, because that's not who I am. So it conflicts with your current reality or your your understanding of the past or understanding yourself. Would you say that also resonates with you a little bit?
1: Yes, because it's something completely different than what I've done in the past. Um, mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I definitely think that's that's related to it because yeah, this is the first time I I start a business. Um, I've always kind of like been doing the not the I don't want to say standard but you know like study and then get a job and it's kind of like everyone uh, what everyone is doing in my surroundings so now i'm kind of like breaking that pattern also what i've been used to but also what i see around me so i guess that's yeah like a sort of a shift i need to to make as well to get used to that um yeah that that change basically
0: mm-hmm. future is uncertain yeah right so let's talk about the moment that we are in right now Right, this moment where we are having a conversation. And this is a concept that helps bring us to the moment and hopefully helps us find courage as well. Okay. So, because we built ourselves in the story of the past, right, so whatever happened in the past that defines us, and because we are always fearful of the uncertainty of the future, what tends to happen is because of the fear or because of the story, we never really get to live the moment that we are in, right? Because Mm -hmm. in this moment, While you're having this conversation with me, you're reflecting on what happened in the past, what you said two minutes ago, and you may be thinking about what will happen in the session in the future. So you're constantly creating a sabotaging state, self-sabotaging state for your present moment of where we get to have a conversation without the thinking pattern of the past or the future,
1: Mm -hmm. right? Yeah.
0: Now, what happens with that is if we continue to not live in this present moment, what will happen? is we will forget that all a present moment really is, is a creation of past and future at the same time. If you really think about it, the moment that has passed by just 30 seconds ago or a minute ago is already in the past. And the future that is happening as of now in this moment, as I speak these words, is already in the future, right? And because the past and future is happening at the same time, present is the perfect moment to create any new reality in life. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I like that, yeah.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's hear what had happened the past one or two minutes of this conversation. I've introduced you to an idea, and that idea, you could see that you're already like, oh, I like this idea, right? It has already started to change your future. And it is also changing your past story. Mm -hmm. The reason why every present moment is this important is because if we can lean into this moment and only associate ourselves to what do I feel now, how do I feel now, and how do I change this state, the control of future uncertainty starts to go away because the only control that you truly have as a human being is in this moment. You can't control your past. It has already happened. We haven't learned how to time travel just yet. <laughs> we can control the future because it's happening and it is going to stay uncertain. And as human beings, we want to control things, especially mm-hmm. our emotions, because that determines if we will take action or not take action. All right. Yeah. So let's, let's dive a little bit deeper because what we've understood as of now, at least what I have understood as of now from you is there is a future that you feel that you will be successful. You can see it. You you don't really have a challenge with visibility, but you're more concerned about the story that you may have developed about what happens when you get visible, right? The consequences of visibility. What if I got famous? What if I made all the money? What if I had all the success I had always dreamed about? Which is a fascinating problem to have, first of all. Let's acknowledge that, right? (laughs) Most people would have a very different kind of problem. So you have a fascinating problem. So kudos to you to already... (laughs) be in that mental state to say, I know I'm going to be successful, but I know there's some fear that is on the consequences of success. So amazing problem to be in. Let's dive into the present moment and really ask ourselves as to if I was to believe in the concept that we just talked about, and it seems like you're nodding in agreement. And so I'm going to assume Mm -hmm. that you have somewhat of an agreement here, and at least conceptually in principle about what we just talked about. Let's. Lean into the idea of courage. Let's lean into the idea of holding myself back. Let's lean into the idea of I need inspiration, empowerment, and so on and so forth. This is where our dialogue started, right? So we're coming back to that area. What do you believe courage is? What is that courage that you're looking for? What, do you, what is the courage you seek in the moment? Um,
1: I think just every like challenge or everything that's new that I haven't done before that comes my way that I'm just like, okay, let's just go for it and see what happens, even though, you know, it's new or um, I'm like, I'm not sure how how to do this, but I'm just going to go for it. That kind of like that type of uh, feeling, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell me more, tell me more. So that's courage. What do you mean when you say I'm holding myself back what does that show up as in this moment? What is, how do you feel that you're holding yourself back? How do you feel that you are not inspired or not feeling empowered or not feeling as courageous as you would like to?
1: Um, that, I, that I still do have like those things that I'm like, oh, maybe this would be good to do for my business to grow. But then I'm like, yeah, maybe later. I, I don't think I'm ready yet. You know, kind of like that, that um uh, yeah, that's what I, I tell myself sometimes. And I feel like, of course, that slows me down because if I would just say, okay, I'm just going to do it, even though I don't feel ready, then I I feel like I will grow faster. Um, but that's, that's, I, I guess why I feel like I'm holding myself back sometimes that I'm like, I I think I could do this, but I don't do it yet. I'm kind of like waiting for the, the perfect moment, which, Yeah. Will, will never happen, of course.
0: Hmm. What are the kind of things that you find yourself holding back or not finding the courage to do?
1: Um,
0: Give an example so I can truly understand yeah, what you mean um, by I should do this for my business, but I don't do it.
1: Um, for example, just reaching out to, to people more to um, sell my services um, kind of like now I feel like I'm in the state that people come to me and then I'm like, okay, yes, let's have a, have a call. And, and, you know, and, and that's how, how my conversations go, but it's not yet that I'm like reaching out to people for opportunities or for example, I, I got invited to speak at a few podcasts. So then I'm like, Oh yes, sure. Great. Thanks for inviting me. Let's do this. But you know, if I, I'm not going out there yet to to ask, for example, someone like, can I, uh, do, you, do you like to have me as, as your guest speaker? Or You know, those type of things. So I guess so far, I, I kind of feel lucky, lucky that those things just came to me. And then when they came to me, I grabbed the opportunity, but I'm not going out there yet to, to chase those opportunities.
0: Mm-hmm. So you find yourself in a state of inaction when you have to reach out. That is one of the examples that is. It-
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because then you think it could have, sorry, go on. Sorry. Oh
1: yeah. I just wanted to add like, then if I have to take action, that's when those thoughts come in, like, yeah, maybe later, you know? Um, Yeah. And then I guess when someone reaches out to me, that's kind of already confirmation like, Oh, okay. So they want to work with me. Um, So then I'm like, okay, let's go for it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a, it's this difference in, in, in mindset somehow.
0: Do you feel that there is, and this is a question I'm I'm discovering here with you, is that there the reason you don't find courage in those moments, or you don't take action in those moments, could it be is that that there's some kind of consequences that you're concerned about as why you don't take action? Or is it that you have a really busy practice and so you don't take action? Or could it be something else that that is stopping you to take action? Because clearly, like you said, you were happy to do Instagram videos. You're happy to do you know, things. Your business is doing well. It's growing at a pace. You may want more pace, which is a different conversation, but uh, what is it, according to you?
1: Um, yeah, maybe it, it's, it's, I'm just thinking like, maybe it's, it's still some sort of underlying fear. Like what if someone says no? although i'm i'm also always kind of telling myself like you know if if someone doesn't want to work with me that's that's fine and we're we're not a match or it's not the right time for that person you know like i i tell myself those those things as well um but maybe it's still there somehow that i'm like if i don't take action then at, at least i mean nothing is going to happen but it's also that nothing bad is going to happen maybe that's kind of like what's underneath there
0: You can take some more minutes to reflect on it if you want to go further because I don't want to be suggestive here. I am simply curious to see where is that, is that courage or is that fear? Or is that something else that stops you from doing what you know is right for you to do?
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure what it it is. Yeah.
0: We don't have to get to the answer in this pretty second. If you need a minute to reflect, you can, but if you have something, we can continue to talk.
1: Yeah, it, it's um, maybe maybe it's just a, a combination of those things, actually, that I'm thinking about. Like, maybe it is like that I feel like I have to be courageous, but that pressure is kind of also holding me back sometimes. And I'm like, no, okay, um, you don't have to do everything at the same time. Um, yeah, I think it's a combination, maybe, of that.
0: Mm. Beautiful. The reason why I asked that question and the reason why I want you to reflect on that, and maybe you could take this as one of the things to further reflect even post our coaching session, because maybe something else will come up. Yeah. Is courage itself. And if you were to talk about just courage itself, is is taking action with the idea that there's some safety. people think courage is just going at something mindlessly. That's not what courage is. That's not how courage looks like in the real world. It is a great idea to say. But courage is a function of preparation. It's a function of passion. And it's a function of what do you feel is safe, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about courage not in the moment of where a loved one is in threat because at that time you don't think safety. That's a different kind of courage, right? Courage in any other circumstance is something where you actually know what's the right thing to do and if it's safe enough to do, right? So, so let's understand courage in your state where it is about reaching out to people and about connecting and about really having a conversation is a function of preparation, passion, and safety, right? If you won't feel safe, you won't take action, even if you could be the most courageous person in the world in any other context, mm-hmm. Right. It's like um, when athletes, like the crazy athletes that we see jumping off snow cliffs and everything, (laughs) yes, there could be accidents and people can lose lives, but it happens very rarely. And the reason why it happens really rarely is while they're demonstrating courage, they know exactly what's going to happen. They've done enough safety mechanisms that they can demonstrate courage, Mm -hmm. right? So the reason why I'm sharing this with you is if our challenge is courage, if our challenge is fear, which courage is the counter off, it may be that we haven't really taken the time to say, what is it that I truly seek? Because that's your passion. Right? Mm-hmm. What is it that I truly seek? Am I ready for it? Which is practice? And how am I feeling safe in this scenario? Yeah. We are fearful of what? when we are reaching out to a potential client, according to you?
1: Well, I guess one of the fears is, is then like, that that person's like, I don't want to to, to work with you. Or it, I think for me, it's even more like, don't kind of like spam me <laughs> with, with, you know, any, um, anything you want to sell. I, I guess that's, that's kind of like a feeling, um, not even when you have had a conversation that the person's like, yeah, maybe maybe this is not the time, but maybe even before that, like the first response when you re- reach out to someone.
0: Yeah. And that's a genuine fear. We don't want to be rejected. We want to be accepted as human beings. Yeah. We want to be loved, right? We want to be loved. We want to be accepted. What happens when somebody says, I don't want you?
1: Yeah, I guess it's also because like these days, you also get so many messages, just those in your inbox of people like that want to sell you stuff like out of the blue that I'm like, I don't want to be that person. You (laughs) know, I want to just have like, um, a a connection with someone. And based on that, um, I want to, to see if I can, can sell my, my services, but not just, um, yeah, I guess, I guess when I'm talking about this, I feel like the fear is is more that, that I bother someone, and not really the rejection, but more like that someone gets annoyed. I think that's that's mm-hmm. that's more the the thing for me.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. So you don't want to bother people.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess that's out it. Out
0: to people is bothering them.
1: Yeah, I guess that's that's it more than 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 if they say like uh, no, I don't want want to work with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So would you, would, would you think it would be, and again, I'm projecting to see if I'm understanding this well enough. So you're saying that if you reach out to someone, they will be bothered and you know that for sure.
1: Yeah, of course, I don't know that.
0: Oh, you don't know that for sure. So we are we are projecting right now thinking that if I send a message to someone, they will be bothered. Yeah. For some reason, because we are bothered when we receive a message. Is that what the reason is to believe that somebody else will be bothered?
1: Yeah, I guess that's where it comes from, maybe. But although I'm, I'm not really like, um, you know, if someone reaches out with like a genuine conversation, I'm also not bothered. So I, I guess, ah. yeah, I guess it's the so, way you would reach out to someone.
0: So, the, so let's address that. Let's dive a little bit there, right? So here's what happens in our minds. Um, when something happens as an event, like getting an email, or a message, or a call, is that we look at it and we start to come up with a story before anything happens. Our mind goes into autopilot because our brains are wired in a way to protect itself all the time. So it wants to make the meaning based on our past, right? Mm-hmm. In the past, we knew what. That's how our stories are created, right? We had a story. So if somebody Calls you in today's time, we go, why are you calling me? Because nowadays nobody calls, right? Like, why are you calling me? And we immediately make up a meaning, saying, what a terrible person they're calling me. Why are they not texting me? Like, text me before calling me, right? But we don't know why this person is actually calling because we don't pick up the phone call. Or if we pick Mm -hmm. up the phone call, we'll really see the reason why. But the story is already been created, right? Yeah. And that is the same thing that's happening for you. Before even sending the message, you made up a story. As you receive a message, you make up a story. And because we make up these stories, we actually lose the opportunity of really knowing what's happening. Right? Like you Mm -hmm. shared, if there was someone who had a genuine message for you, something that was meaningful to you, you would actually be excited to receive that email, that message, that phone call, whatever that is. Right? When I sent you the email saying, hey, Verley, I would love to bring you on the podcast where you like, damn, it. why are you doing this? Why do I have to get on a podcast with you and do this coaching thing that you're offering? Did you say that?
1: No. And of then knowingly no. send
0: me an email. Fine, if you said it, I will do this for you. Is that what you did? No, no. No, I not didn't. at all, no, right? I was, like, I was, oh, I was
1: very great. excited when I received it, yeah. Yeah. yeah so things true. that
0: we want, we are excited about, right? Yeah. If you were really searching for a candy and somebody gave you a candy, you're excited about it, right? Yeah. Could it be, and I'd love for you to explore this, could it be that you were projecting your annoyance with a few people into lives of many that could have an opportunity to actually get the benefit of working with you?
1: Yeah, I think... um I think it's, it's part of that like annoyance, but also, yeah. What I mentioned before, like, I don't want to, to bottle someone, even though, yeah, I, I guess if people yeah, are interested, then it doesn't feel like that. Um, so, so that's probably also one of the things that is holding me back. What we, we spoke about before, like, um, yeah. Feeling like, like I'm, I'm taking that space. Uh, yeah, I guess, that, I guess it's related to that.
0: Would you think that there is a possibility that you are actually showing up to help somebody?
1: Yeah, because that's that's what I what I want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. is it is there a way that you can think of that somebody who really needs your help can know about you and your existence without you telling them you exist?
1: Mm, not really. Yeah, I mean, if they would just find me online,
0: but then I'm still out there like sharing things. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and if I don't do that, of course, they, they won't know I exist. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So what you're saying as of now, what it seems like to me or what I'm hearing is that you will put out the content and if it resonates with them, they should reach out to you. You are unwilling to reach out to them because you feel like you're taking space in their life.
1: Yeah, I guess that's what happens now. Like, I hope that the things I share, that, that resonates with people. And they're like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, let me reach out to her and see how we can work together. Yeah. And then when someone reaches out, I'm like, oh, okay, that person likes what I do. Let's, let's start a conversation. That's, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that, that's how
0: it, how it goes. So could it be that our entire discovery of courage on what stops you may not even be the path that you want to follow? So let me reflect on what I, what I mean by this. So we understand where we, where we are coming from, right? So when I asked you, what do you not find courage in? What is it that you hold yourself back? You said, well, because I don't reach out to people one-on-one for them to work with me, right? I got that part right, right? But right now you're saying, I'm happy to post videos all the time and if they find me interesting and exciting, they should reach out to me, right? Why is it important to you to find courage to reach out to people?
1: Because I, f- I feel like if I reach out to people... Um that's, that's how I can grow my business because I, I don't want to just sit and wait for people to come to me.
0: But are you sitting and waiting? Because you said you create content constantly and you're happy to create more content. And if it's good, people will come to you.
1: Yeah, I guess that's, that's also a story that I tell myself because yes, I, I'm actually doing a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, and I guess the story I, I tell myself is like, I also have to reach out to people because otherwise I'm just waiting for people to come to me. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, There are two two dimensions we can explore this. Mm -hmm. One is we could explore the fundamental idea, whoever implanted that in your head, that you must reach out to people to grow your business. Whoever implanted that idea is whoever implanted that idea because they created that story for their own lives and they were able to get their clients like that. Like for me, I reach out to people and that's how I've secured my high-end clients. I don't have the resistance of taking space in somebody else's life. So I am very happy to take rejection. I'm very happy to take space because I see value in that. So it's my path. It may not be your path. So firstly, my path is not equal to Verley's path. And same is true for, you know, uh, the other way around, right? So so that could be one dimension we can explore and we can look for empowerment towards saying, well, maybe you are making up a story about that you need to reach out to people. And that's all it is. And we explore that further. It'll further empower you to create even more content, more powerful content, continue that, that tangent of growth. And you will be able to create your business in that dimension because there is no right and wrong ways. Let's be, let's be, let's be through with, uh, together on this, right? Mm-hmm. And then second way, or the second path we can go is we can really explore the belief that you're operating from of taking space? Which one feels like would be more empowering for you for us to explore more? And the reason why I'm asking that is because we have an opportunity of one session, right? If I was to do multiple sessions with you and multiple conversations with you, I would explore both the opportunities. Probably start with the easy one, which is to further empower you to do what you already do and take Mm -hmm. away the resistance and, and your beliefs around courage to do things that you don't even want to do and then go into what is the space thing that is coming up and where is it coming from? Which one is it that is more interesting to you to explore? And we'll explore that further in this moment, just because our opportunity is pretty limited.
1: Yeah. I think the taking space part is the the most challenging one. uh, If Mm -hmm. I think about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so maybe we could dive a bit deeper into that.
0: Sure. Absolutely. So, Fairly, if I was to ask you, and we are going to lean a little bit into past for this. And, and let's, let's see if we can unravel something to, mm-hmm. to really discover what may be happening. If I was to look at your story of life, and if I was to ask you to maybe close your eyes for, for a hot second here, mm-hmm. and kind of look at the timeline of your life. The timeline of your life, as you just, and you can see the whole timeline in front of you. It's like going back and forth. You can see every event that was important to you. It's visible to you in this moment. As you look at this timeline, is there one, two, three events where you were made to feel, you were made to feel that you were taking somebody else's space? Was there a highlighted event that comes to you as you? look through your entire time, scroll up and down almost as if it's a movie on your on your computer screen. So you can go up and down, up and down and something that is showing you or has implanted that first time that you can take space in somebody else's life pops out to you. Is there something that is getting highlighted?
1: Um, the first thing that comes to me is um, that I've experienced like jealousy from people close to me when I did something like successful Even when I was young and I had like high grades, for example, that not everyone was like just happy for me. But sometimes like, oh, she again, everything she does is a success kind of because I always used to just try my best in everything. Mm -hmm. And and usually it worked out like that as well, because I just worked hard for the things I wanted to achieve. And then usually most of the things went well, like in school and, and all of that. Um, so I guess sometimes it's like not having, not being able to really fully enjoy when something goes well, because there's always this, um, yeah, I guess it's some sort of jealousy or something in my surroundings. Like, oh, um, yeah, she's doing this again and everything is going, always going well, you know, that, that type of or feeling.
0: So, feel it, because other people were jealous, now you feel you can take people's space, or you can't be in somebody else's space?
1: I, I, guess, I guess it sometimes holds me back to really fully express myself and then share my successes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That I'm like, oh, maybe I'm
0: being too much, kind of. That, that feeling. What's wrong with being too much?
1: Yeah, nothing really, <laughs> because <laughs> that's also what I'm trying to tell myself. Like, you know, that if I have like a successful opportunity, doesn't mean I take something away from someone else, right? Like, there's enough for everyone. But yeah, I guess that's that's something from the past that I I have to let go. Um, but it's still somewhere there. Um, yeah, that it comes up sometimes.
0: Really, we are a function of a lot of beliefs a lot of limiting beliefs. And we can explore all of them. We can explore none of them. And either of the scenario, life is going to continue to be beautiful if there is something that is inherently true about you. And, and if you approach life that way, if you approach life as the beautiful art that it is, a beautiful movie that it is, that we get to play whatever role we want to play. You see, every event causes a triggered, thinking pattern, right? We start to go, oh, I want to think about uh, that I am holding back because I take people's space. That's a thinking pattern. Mm -hmm. It's a pattern that you've developed over time based on either just the feedback that you got. It could be because you were at a party and people were like, you're too much. And now you're like, okay, I need to hold myself back. And so hence, now you've developed this pattern of thinking, oh, I don't want to take space in people's life. Maybe there was a bad boyfriend or parent or whatever it was, or girlfriend or whatever that was. But somebody told you repeatedly, hey, you're in my space, directly or indirectly. And now you believe that you take too much space if you send a message to someone that is actually in their interest, the person who's receiving it. As much as it is in your interest, is always more in the interest of the person that is receiving it because the benefit of outcome that's possible with a coach is significantly greater than the benefit that the coach gets as a financial benefit. Okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you've chosen a limiting pattern for yourself. And like we are talking about a different limiting pattern here, which is people feel jealous about you because you're too much or you're too successful or you're getting too much in life and so on and so forth, which is their thinking pattern influencing your thinking pattern. Mm-hmm. Consciously, if we become aware of certain patterns, we have two choices. First choice is stay in the pattern, right? And when you stay in the pattern, life stays the way it is. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Life can stay as it is. It's not that you're, like I said, you're already in a great place and living a great life. There is no no reason to beat that down. It's okay if that's what we want. Or we can choose a new thinking pattern and ask Mm -hmm. ourselves, Which pattern do I find more empowering for myself? Right. So, say for example, when you're about to send a message to someone, or you are, or you feel, hey, listen, you know what? Yes, I'm great at producing videos and social media and so forth. And I get clients from that, but I would like to upgrade. I I want to create a new life. And that's my growth journey. I am seeking. So I'm going to do what I think is the right next strategy for me. And next strategy could be producing 10 times more videos. Or it could be, I want to personally reach out to people. Again, there's no good or bad strategies. They're more aligned with the person or not aligned with the person. They're all good strategies. Mm -hmm. And you can say, this is the pattern I'm going to choose. And this is what I'm going to build as a behavior. And every time I'm about to do that, the moment the pattern occurs, I'll ask myself the question, what is a more empowered thought pattern I would like to choose here? If I was to put you back into the situation and I'm going to go back and reflect on uh, the the, the challenge that you first shared that you need more courage for and more uh, insight for and holding yourself back from, which is I want to reach out to people one-on-one and engage them in a conversation with me. When you're about to get into that state, when you're about to do that act, There would be two thinking patterns that will show up. One would be, oh, I'm going to take space in their life, right? And the second thinking pattern that I am introducing in your life right now, and there will be multiple, so it doesn't have to limit itself to two. There could be many more, and they are always available because that's Mm -hmm. how our minds are. They can think all of the things. It chooses to follow the pattern that's the easiest, which is why it holds you back, and you can't get out of the rack. Right, because you're choosing that pattern because it's the easiest one. It's defaults to you. Right? It's like living your past every day. right? Yeah. So you are living Groundhog Day every day for that particular event of when you're about to send a message to someone, Groundhog Day, same pattern, repeats itself. You get back into the same cycle. You don't take action. You don't find the courage. You tell yourself the same story. right? I'm taking space in somebody's life. Now, you can choose to stay that Groundhog Day or you can say, all right, I'm going to switch this around. I'm going to try something else. I'm actually going to tell myself a different story, my mind a different story and say a more empowered thinking for me now, the new verily that lives in this moment and enjoys every moment as if it's a new one, that I'm creating a new future every moment. I'm creating a new past every moment. And I'm going to choose the idea that I'm not taking anybody's space. I'm actually just being of service. I'm simply sending a message out of my heart's kindness to people so that they could be awakened to what is available in the world so that I can help them awaken to the purpose that they can live through my coaching experience or just through a conversation with me. I don't even have to get them to say yes, right? Yeah. That's a different thinking pattern. Now, in no way me saying that and you hearing that, that thinking pattern will automatically happen. It won't, right? Next time you're about to get into action, the same old repeated comfortable pattern is going to show up And you can choose, though. Now you have a different choice. And you can come up with more thinking patterns that are true for you, right? You can say, if service is not your big driver, if money is your big driver, and I'm not saying that is, but I'm saying, let's say, it was. You can say, well, I am choosing that I'm an abundant being and I'm not getting in anybody's space when I'm creating my abundance because abundance is for everyone. They will be wealthier by working with me and I will be wealthier by working with them. Both of us gets the benefit of this. Is another thinking pattern that you can choose. Whatever is your primary driver, if you choose a thinking pattern that aligns with that, for me, it's service, which is why that was the first obvious one for me, right? I'm like, I'm being yeah. a service. It doesn't matter if in somebody's space because how are they going to change if I don't show up as that, you know, that growth person that is going to come by their side and give them a little nudge so they can stop repeating the pattern that they have, right? Yeah. And so I am that, and that's how I want to show up. That's my story. That's the pattern I choose. So my invitation for you is to to think what are some of the other patterns that you can choose and how can you choose that every time this occurs? And that's why living in the present moment is so vital and so important. That's why the first thing that we did was to say, remember that every moment is new and you can choose to live your past and it will just stay that and you will be Groundhog Day every day. Or you can say this moment is where I get to create a new past and a new future at the same time because this is the only place where I can do that. And so I can do that, whatever I can do, whatever, because my life is like that, right? My life is full of basically a lot of present moments that I can keep creating. And a year from now, my past looks completely different. And my future looks completely different because every present moment for the next one year creates the new past and the new future, right? With that idea, would you think going forward, you would find yourself, if you find yourself in these moments, do you think the idea of different thinking patterns and choosing an empowered thinking can help you shift a little bit from your old pattern?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so, because now I'm just, I was just in that old pattern. And actually, I think I now actually realized where it came from. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so would you like to tell more about that?
1: Yeah, I think it, it, it's really that taking space because while you were mentioning that, I was also thinking, yeah, it's not just to clients, actually. It's also um, with friendships. Like when when someone sends me a WhatsApp message, oh, do you want to have, a, have coffee or something? I'm like, oh yeah, it's sure. But then like me reaching out to someone already feels like, oh, maybe they're busy. You know, like that's the same type of, of thought pattern. Um, so it, I guess it's just, Like with everything I do that I want to, yeah, not take up any space. So just realizing that I think it has, it will really help me to make that shift. And every time when I, when I get into a situation like that, just realizing like, no, I know where this, (laughs) this comes from. Uh, Let's yeah. What you mentioned, let's use a more empowering thought and, and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I have two invitations for you, okay? First invitation is, as a follow-up to our conversation, I would love for you to sit in meditation if that is, that is something that you do mm-hmm. and invite your heart to share with you. I won't be able to guide you through it for today in this conversation, but if there was a follow-up conversation, this is what I would do with you, is I would invite your heart to find why is it that you believe that you take up space? Yeah. Because clearly, that is not only showing up in your business, it's showing up in your friendships. It probably shows up in your partnership. If you have a love partnership, it probably shows up with your parents. It probably shows up everywhere in your life. And it has been created in your heart by a subconscious event that happened and you've developed that. And there are two paths after that. One, and I invite to do the first one first and then do the second one. First, is to accept that happened and forgive that happened. And know that once you have forgiven, sometimes it is just one time you have to do, sometimes it is five times you have to do, sometimes you have to make it a daily practice for a month before you really forgive something. First, forgive the person and the event, then forgive yourself to live that way so you don't hold any grudge against yourself and let that go.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: as that goes, ask the universe and express your desire for what you truly want. How do you want to show up? How and what is it that people really see you as? And the reason why we do this is because an old pattern is like a stuck energy, right? Energetically, that's what it is. It's a stuck energy. And because it's a stuck energy, it will hold on to your body because it's a part of your body now. And if you don't forgive and let it go, it'll stay there forever and ever and ever, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the energetic way of releasing a pattern that may be holding you back. If you feel it's holding you back and if you feel it is something that's important to you, it needs to be important to you. I feel like it is through yeah, our conversation. So, yeah. Um, so I really think you should do this work. And that's the first way of doing it. And I invite you to start with that. And don't associate a timeline to it. Sometimes it's easy for us to let go of things and sometimes it's really, really, really hard. It can take months. It can take years. But it's mm-hmm. important, so you will follow the process. You will follow yeah. the journey. But the second thing that I invite you to do and I want you to do is, and that's the second way of releasing of a pattern, or once the pattern is kind of like easing out and it's kind of like going away slowly but surely, is to create a new habit. Okay? How mm-hmm. do we do that? So the reason why we do a habit. Or do a thing or follow a particular thinking pattern again and again and again is because there's a reward associated with it. The easiest way to remember it, the moment I say birthday, do you think of cake? Mm. <laughs> I mean, if that is a thing in the Netherlands, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it is, but it's it's not like my 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 favorite thing, but I could it. I think like the association yeah. of a birthday yeah, is. party is a cake. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. It's
0: not that you have to eat it, but there's cake there. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why when we celebrate birthday, it's like bring a cake, right? The reason is because that's just a pattern that was repeated so many times that that becomes a default habit, right? And the reward that is associated is, oh, there's going to be cake. So now birthday means cake, means sweet, means I love birthdays, right? For people who love cake, right? I don't love cake too, so so I hear you on that. (laughs) Uh, But that's a pattern, (laughs) right? That's something that's a habit. That is a habit loop, right? Because a habit is formed by reoccurrence of something, but it is mostly there because there's a reward associated to it. So when you follow the pattern of saying, oh, I am going to hold myself back here and I'm going to take space in somebody's life, it actually rewards you something. It rewards you comfort. It rewards you, I'm not in somebody's space, so I feel like, you know, I am better in that scenario. You feel accepted because you're not taking anybody's space in your own heart. It's not true, but that's just what your habit is telling you again and again. You're repeatedly holding yourself back because there's a reward associated to it. Everybody has a different reward. You have to explore what the reward is, but you have a reward. Yeah. The way to bypass a habit is to create a new reward structure, okay? So let me give you an example. So for example, you're about to send a message to someone and your default habit is, I'm about to send a message to someone. So that's the trigger. Your behavior that will show up, oh no, I don't think I should send. I'm going to create space or take space in their life. And then your reward is, oh, I didn't send the message. You know, I feel safe. I feel like I didn't take anybody's space. I feel accepted. So on and so forth. Whatever your, your yes. reward is there. What you do is you set up a new reward, right? And the new reward is mostly associated with your passion or something that is more rewarding than the reward that you get from your default, right? So from default, you feel safe. What is more important to you than safety? Maybe it's curiosity. Maybe it's Maybe uh, it's recognition. Maybe it's visibility. Maybe it is money. Find that reward, right? And now you work backwards from that reward, right? So you say, if I want this reward, what is the behavior I must do, right? And then what will trigger that behavior, right? So say, for example, hypothetically, actually, why don't you tell me what would be a more interesting reward for you than the reward that you currently get by doing the behavior of holding yourself back?
1: Yeah, I think it's what what you mentioned before. Like the re- reward now is is the comfort. What is more
0: rewarding to you than comfort?
1: Um, like having my my successful business. So, like, well, let's let's say it in one word. Then we could choose money because that's one of the yeah one of Fantastic. the things you need needs <laughs> for your business. So, so let's yeah. pick
0: money. Yeah. Money is very tangible, yeah. so it's actually easier to recognize the reward as well. So that's absolutely yeah not a problem yeah. It's actually great. So let's say money, more money. That's sort of what we want, right? What is the behavior you must do to get more money? Reach out. Reach out to people, right?
1: Yeah.
0: How would you trigger yourself into this behavior? What is it that needs to happen in your life or around you or with you or within you that will inspire you to say, screw this, I'm going to reach out to people?
1: Mm, yeah, some, something that, that triggers me that, I'm, that I will get the money, right? Like... I'm just thinking about
0: what that could be. Let me give you some examples. So a trigger can be, I'm going to stick a piece of paper right in front of me that says a number that is bloody exciting to me. And my behavior every time I look at that paper is going to be, screw this, screw my own belief system. I'm going to go after what I want.
1: Yeah.
0: That could be a trigger. I'm not saying that is your trigger. It could be a trigger, Right. So the reason why we are setting up a trigger outside of us or within us, depending on how you're wired, right? And you will find that trigger. Again, we we are limited by time and this opportunity that we have. But what you're really looking for is you're identifying that trigger. So that trigger, every time that trigger happens, you get into the behavior. And because you'll get into that behavior, you will get the reward. Now you have to repeat a cycle enough times for it to become a new habit, right? So right now, your default is to go and get comfortable, right? That's your default. And you built it over however old you are, right? Whenever (laughs) it first came in, and now after X number of years, fine. You now have that, right? So it will take a while for you to build a new habit. Now, the good thing is, it's not going to take as much time as it got you to build an old habit. It only takes about 90 days. Okay. It only takes about 90 days. And that's why when we do even do a quest at Evercoach or we do a program at Evercoach, we say 30 days is minimum that we do. And then it goes on sometimes for four months, five months, six months. And the reason is because if you do that behavior day after day, week after week, what tends to happen is now you are a new being because you don't even recognize your old self. Yeah, because You're like, why would I not do it? Like, so it's almost a bypass system. It's not getting rid of that limiting belief. That belief is still there and it will show up the day you break your habit, right? But the first 90 days, if you can stick with it for 90 days, what will happen is it will almost overpower your current habit. So it's almost like you're putting it on top of it. Now, that's why I said step one, the first way that we said to do the heart meditation, get past that thing, get past that belief, great. Because then it's not even there, right? So you've taken and shaken this foundation and create a new foundation of new habit. Amazing. But if you can do it, if it's taking way too long, you can just build a new habit on top of your old habit and what it will do is it'll empower you to already start taking action towards the new you right yeah.
1: okay so, yes
0: do you see do you see what I'm saying
1: yeah yeah
0: do you see uh, it working for you
1: yeah i i I think so it's it's really yeah kind of like yeah exactly what you mentioned getting into this new habit mm-hmm. and I'm already thinking like maybe a sticky note like that I see it all the time or, you know, something like that or a reminder on my phone, like something that I can see um, during the day that it reminds me every time about like what my goal is Mm -hmm. and that that goal is is bigger than, um, yeah, whatever is limiting me basically, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Follow up, again, I would have loved to have more sessions with you and more time with you, but looking at the opportunity that we had, if there were two or three highlights that came up for you as we we're going through the session, what would that be? What is coming think, to you right now where you feel like okay, I feel this, 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 and this
1: like first of all, finding out like what was actually like holding me back and then yeah, because I thought in the beginning I thought it was something else than eventually that it was about taking space and and also realizing that it's not just. About my business, but it's it's a pattern that i have in in my whole life basically in everything i do um so i that realization is already um i think very powerful because that's of course the first step to realizing that it's there and then um yeah the next step's what I can actually do to to make that change um yeah i I can't wait to just get get started and and really work through it and 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 Try your suggestions about like the meditation and the 90-day, um, yeah, like changing that that habit, and and see how that that's going to to change, um, and have that that yeah that transformation basically, and I, yeah I think it's beautiful how in such a short time we actually um, could find that out already, and yes yeah, so I wish I had more time as well but uh, I'm already very grateful for this so uh, so thank you very much for this.
0: Thank you for taking the time. So, really, what I want to do is I want to set up some um, action steps with you so we mm-hmm. can commit to what we invested an hour talking about, that it is revealed to you and that you are, you are actually taking action towards it. Would you be open to doing that? Yes. Yeah. Would you definitely. be happy to set up an accountability structure between you and I where I can actually check on you and you can check on me or, okay. or work with me and actually following up by saying, hey, this is all that is happening and this is where I am in my journey? Would you be open to that?
1: Yes, yes, very much. Awesome,
0: amazing. So I want you to do um, two things first, right? So the first action step I want you to take, and I will send you the recording of this call as well once I receive it, is I want you to highlight everything that happens an hour after this session or two hours after this session. Highlight in the sense of takeaways throughout the course of our conversation things that you would like to reflect on. So I want you to reflect on all of the conversation, not just the final actions, but the complete conversation. And the reason why I want want you to reflect on that is because our rewiring happens through many moments of insights, right? Our our understanding of the world happens through many moments of insight, right? Insights Mm -hmm. are happening all the time. But if you don't capture them, as quickly as they happen, as quickly as they disappear, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, the big insights will stay. But the small ones where you're like, oh, I have to think about that in a different way or I could think about this in a different way or that is what is coming up for me. And there's a lot more that will come up for you in the next hour as you breathe in and you say, finally, the guy stopped talking, <laughs> right? <laughs> so you can with yourself. So my invitation is take 30, 40 minutes, maybe an hour to sit with what had happened today so you can mm-hmm. really reflect on what happened today, right? That's the first step. The okay. second thing that I want you to do is I would love for you, if you would be open to to send me a daily email on how for the next 90 days because that's the commitment we have, right? And it doesn't have to be a long email. It can be just one-liner or two-liner, right? You have my private email address where I sent you the invitation from. You can send me a daily email. I may or may not respond. Don't worry about it. The key is to actually get the email. And we can use the same thread so I can also monitor your your entire journey as it happens, right? Okay. So what I want you to do is for the next 90 days is to... Tell me, firstly, if you were able to meditate on, on your past limiting story and if you were able to discover more about it and if you mm-hmm. were able to forgive the person, the event, or yourself and if you were able to be grateful and create a new desire. Again, it doesn't have to happen one day, but I want you to do the thing for 90 days, right? And then yep. secondly, if you were able to, finally able to choose a better thinking pattern and choose a habit and create a trigger that was important to you and create a new behavior and get a new result, I would love for you to send that to me as well. So there are two things in the email that I hope to see. Part one would be you saying, hey, I worked on my meditation today. I tried to find the event. I found it. I didn't find it. I have forgiven. Day one done in choosing a different and a better thinking pattern that serves me, a better reward that serves me. And now I'm doing this new habit because of that, right? And I want you to right. update me on both of those, if possible, for the next 90 days. Would you be open to doing that? Yes.
1: Yeah, I think that's... Uh,
0: know that this is going to be very a public good recording, thing. so everybody gets to see this. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll call I you know. out yeah. if you don't send me an uh, email a day, yeah?
1: I yeah, but I think that, that's about. that's a good um, <laughs> a good push, actually.
0: <laughs> Great, yeah. then I will call you out. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> uh, no, I will not, I will not. It, it is going to stay private to us, but I hope that you will. I hope that you will not for, because the world is seeing, but more because it's important to you, and that is hopefully going to be the driver of your change that happens in the next three months or so. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Thank you so much for taking that time, Verlae. I'm looking forward to getting firstly a feedback on this entire call on what's coming through you and what's coming, you know, what's become important to you, and secondly an email for the next 90 days that updates me on what's happening. Okay.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for, for this, this session. And yes, I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in the next 90 days as well. I'm going to really reflect uh, on this first, take it all all in. And I feel like I, I want to just listen to, to the recording again, to even, you know, get, get more insights and, and write things down and, and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, I will, I will definitely keep you updated.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Now, is there an Instagram handle or a Twitter handle or something you want to mention here, so people can reach out to you if they want to talk to you, or if you're even open to sharing that?
1: Oh yes, website. sure. Yeah, yeah say um, it out loud so
0: we can so, so people can know where to find you.
1: Yeah, my Instagram is unpack by veer, um, which you write unpack by, and then veer is the first four letters of my name, which is V E E R, um, so unpack by veer is my Instagram.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. Great. Thank you so much. Take care. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. How did you find that coaching session? Wasn't it amazing? Do you see how you can utilize the same coaching principles that I shared with Wurle? how I guided her through the conversation for your own life? If you find yourself in the same patterns as Wurle did, I invite you to try re-listening to this episode, but at this point, actually do the exercises with her. Actually ask those questions to yourself and see if you can reflect on it for you to be able to get past your own fears that may be stopping you from being able to take courageous steps or your own resistance to success. Whatever it was that was stopping you, if you took the time and reflected on it, I'm sure you'll find some new, more interesting solutions to your life. Do remember to invest next 60 to 90 days in building a new habit, a new way of thinking so you can also change the way you are approaching life right now in a way that actually is more congruent to the success that you truly seek in your life. At this point, I really invite you to leave us a five-star review. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Tell us what you loved about it. Tell us what you would like to see more of. Every review that you leave for us is a boost of motivation for us. Thank you so much for taking those 30 seconds to a minute to actually give us a five-star rating and to write a review on this platform for us. Also, please share this episode with your fellow coaches. When our community shares a relevant episode with the rest of the community, all of us get to learn more and more. Many of us are currently in this trap of not feeling courageous enough, in a trap of not feeling able to really pursue the ideas and principles that we wanna pursue. And this episode can really help such individuals. So go ahead and share it with a friend, coach of yours, or somebody in the community that will find this episode useful. Now to the open question I had for you while you started listening to this episode. Did you spot the mistake that I was making throughout the entire episode? Well, the one mistake that we givers, we coaches tend to make a lot is what I was doing throughout the episode. You see, I only had an hour with Worley, and I wanted to change her entire world in that hour. I wanted to have her go past her belief systems. I wanted her to have a habit and a routine. I wanted her to realign with her purpose. I wanted her to organize her mind. I wanted her to be really present. And I wanted it all in the hour or so that we spent together. It was a tall ask, and I definitely rushed through the entire coaching session because of that. One of the mistakes that we can make as coaches, just because we are so heart-centered, is try to do more in less time. Coaching takes time. Creating a result that is life-altering for a person takes time. I was trying to rush through the session. I was trying to cram all of the four parts of the process into an hour, which was an impossible ask for somebody I had never even coached before, somebody I had just met for the first time. If I gave myself more permission to just focus on one thing for the entire episode, I may have had even more significant impact on Verley's life. While I'm sure Verle's life will start to change with this coaching session, I could have done better as a coach if I focused my attention towards a few insights, few powerful insights, and not try to cram in five coaching sessions into one. My invitation for you as you go into your coaching sessions is not to rush through the coaching sessions. Don't try to cram in a lot of ideas in the short amount of time that we have with our clients. I made this mistake while coaching Verle for this podcast but I rarely would make that mistake when I'm working with my clients. I'm going to be more aware of that in the coming episodes. I still wanted to share with you what I made as a mistake in this coaching session so we can make this a shared learning experience. Remember, slow down to speed up. When you slow down your clients, when you slow down yourself, you have a better chance of speeding up the results that they're going to get through that coaching session. And with that, thank you so much for listening. You're listening to Master Coaching with Ajit.